every moment spent in connection, reflecting on who we are and how we've grown, the moments that are full of joy and celebration, and then those moments that challenge us and ask us to change course, pivot in a new direction, and grow and change in ways that we never anticipated. Every moment spent in connection, sharing those reflections, coming together around shared experiences, changes who we are. Because it allows us to get to know who we are, to get to know our hearts, and it allows us to form connections and community around shared passions, interests, and joy. Welcome to Lessons In, a new series from Seek the Joy podcast. Through conversations focusing on life's biggest lessons, this series will explore the joys we can find through these experiences and the connection and community we create through sharing our reflections. It's an open and honest look at the moments and lessons in our lives that impact us. Every episode features a conversation that will leave you feeling inspired, motivated, full of joy, and get you thinking about the experiences in your life and the lessons they've taught you. Lessons In, a new series from Seek the Joy podcast. Welcome back to Lessons In and the fourth episode in this new series. Today, I'm joined by my friend, Lauren Smith, and Lauren is a business strategist, author, spiritual mentor, and podcast host. Over the last eight years, Lauren has worked with entrepreneurs all over the world to grow their business online through her authentic, actionable, and profitable strategies. She's the co-author of The Whole Professional, which is currently being used in a career prep program at the University of the District of Columbia. In 2018, she released her book, Mindful Love, Bite-Sized Thought Nuggets to Fuel Your Life, and she's the host of the incredible podcast, Master Your Mind, Business, and Life. As an eternal learner, Lauren is wildly passionate about mindfulness, growth, spirituality, and helping others become the best version of themselves. I am so excited to share this week's episode with you. I think it is so timely. Lauren joins me to share a lesson that she's learned about changing the narrative and owning our story, and how by shifting her perception around who she is and really digging deep into her truth changed everything. We talk about the growth that came from this experience and the joy that she's found. Her reflections, honesty, and vulnerability will leave you feeling inspired and remind you that we can always choose to be who we want to be, how we want to show up in the world, and the path that we want to follow. To learn more about Lauren, this week's new episode, and our series, Lessons In, head on over to our website, seekthejoypodcast.com. Everything is right there. Without further ado, let's dive into this week's new episode, Lessons in Changing the Narrative and Owning Our Story with Lauren Smith. I think the process of owning our story or getting to know who we are and really owning our story as a result is such a journey and it's such a culmination of so many different life experiences. So I would love to know for you, what has it meant to own your story or to really change the narrative around different experiences or situations um, that you've had in your life? Oh gosh, Sydney, I don't think we have enough time today. We don't, but that's okay. In total, everything that it means. But I think In short, just owning your story gives you a certain freedom that can only be felt in your core. 
it's it's a it's a feeling that only you know. So you know when someone walks into a room and they just move different. It's mm. like their energy is cool and they walk confidently and you can feel a certain energy shift in the mood. That's what I think it feels like to own who you are. So changing the narrative is all about perception. And perception is something that I think we each individually choose ourselves. So how I see myself may not be how someone else sees me. And that's okay because being confident in how I see myself is incredibly empowering. I love what you said about perception and perspective because once you change your perception of your situation or adapt a new perspective, I think everything changes. Was there a Mm. moment or an experience um, that you can identify that really forced you to change that perspective or really taught you about your own perception of who you are and, and your own story? I'm not really sure at what point in my life I start feeling this way, but at some point I began viewing myself as a statistic, but only for what could be received as negative things. So my parents divorced when I was a senior in high school. Boom. Statistic. I had an abusive boyfriend and I was too ashamed to speak out and was scared to speak out. So statistic. And I really had no idea who I was walking into college. So I attended three different colleges and I had three different majors. And yes, I am one of those (laughs) millennials who got crippled by student debt. So statistic. And then when I was a junior in college, I got pregnant with my first daughter. And I remember heavily feeling in that moment of being a unwed pregnant college student that that defined me as a person. So after I had my second daughter, I was 25 at that point. I'm still in the same relationship, but now I'm an unwed mom of two. And I had this crazy notion in my head. And I of course had already started my business at that point but I could not tell any of my clients that I was pregnant Mm. or that I had a newborn after I already had her because I was so terrified that they would think I would not be able to handle my responsibilities for them and they would separate our contract or not want to work with me anymore. I mean, I was just hiding so much of my life and just who I am at my core. And I remember feeling powerless and unworthy and not good enough. So a few months after I had my second daughter, um, I actually had my first energy healing session, but I didn't know it as energy healing in that moment. Mm. I, you know, it was like a foreign concept to me. Um, and then a whole series of events kind of started my spiritual awakening started to unravel and a lot of life altering events. But it was when I was asked to co-author the book, the whole professional, that I started thinking about how I want people to see me. And I remember thinking, okay, you want them to to see you how you see yourself. So that meant being genuine and authentic. So what I did was I wrote all of my accomplishments Mm -hmm. and I wrote my story and I wrote my truth. And when I was doing that, I realized that I could absolutely see myself as just a statistic, or I could dig deep into my truth. And well, yeah, all of those things that I listed are probably true and they're definitely true until some people may look at me. 
What's also true is I established an LLC before I even had my college degree. And Mm -hmm. I did that with a baby on my hip. And I started and operated multiple businesses while raising two kids at home. And I authored one book and co-authored another. And I started a podcast with absolutely no knowledge. Mm -hmm. And I forged my way to the top 100 list. And I've traveled abroad for work. And I've also worked from home from my PJs on my my couch. Mm -hmm. But I've helped thousands of people grow and transform and succeed and awaken I mean, at my core, I am a creative, I'm an intuitive, I'm a seeker. And to me, that is so much better than just being a statistic. What a journey. Can we just talk about this for a second? Because (laughs) because I love this. Well, I don't love the idea of you being a statistic, but I do love the idea of moving away from just blending in and feeling like you're just one of many to really understanding and appreciating who you are and no longer underestimating yourself. It reminds me of something I tweeted (laughs) the other day, which was like, you can't be everything to everyone, but it's really what it's important is about identifying who you're going to be for yourself. And you've done that and it allows you, when you kind of adapt that perception or that perspective, it allows you to A, get to know yourself, B, decide what your story is, and C, how you want to show up within all of that. And so you've done that, but it's been a journey and, it, and it's been a process. Mm, it has been a journey. It has been a process. And it's it's still a process. I think it's an ongoing process because we're always living life. We're always creating our narrative, right? So yeah. you know, this, what I may say about my life could change in five years based off of what's happening today in the present. And sometimes it's really hard to be present in that moment. Like for so long, people would ask me what I did and I was like, um, I, you know, I work in digital media, but at this point, like I was full blown podcasting. So yeah. like, it even took me a moment to be like, I'm a podcaster, you know? So like something like that, right. it just, it can take you a moment until like you are so sure of it yourself. You can be a little hesitant, but the moment you own it, like you put it out into the universe, it's, it's a game changer. I think so too. And I think, you know, at first when you start something new, you may not want to identify yourself with the thing mm-hmm. that you've done or the thing that you've started. And for me, that reason I didn't identify myself as a podcaster or a storyteller or a producer was because I didn't have that confidence in myself at the beginning. Mm -hmm. I didn't see myself that way. But as you grow into the roles that you are actually living and you allow yourself to develop that confidence, it changes. How were you able to do that? How were you able to move into that space of confidence for yourself? And hey, this is me. This is my narrative. This, This is who I am. Well, you know, like when you shift that conversation, especially your inner conversation, you elevate higher. You know, when you're, when you're hiding or you're not sharing your truth, you're actually dimming your light. So I think walking into the light itself just feels so liberating. But when I wrote that list of accomplishments, I, I'm a generator. So sometimes like I'll just pump out things just because I, I can pump out things. Almost. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just like, do, do, do. And I sometimes don't recognize that other people don't work that way. So when I wrote down my accomplishments, like it, it, I almost had to write them down for it to be real to me. And I was like, Whoa, like you have done a lot. Like you have grown a lot and acknowledging your own growth. Like we forget to check in with ourselves sometimes Mm -hmm. and just say, man, in the past five years, you have grown a lot and give yourself a scale one to 10. Like I've grown 
I'm a solid six. I was a four. Now I'm a six. And hey, I'm on my way in beating an eight. And soon I want to hit life mastery at a 10. But that's still a journey. It's still a process. So I think there's layers of confidence. And we have to just continuously own our power in that way. I so agree. And you own your power by checking in with yourself and you own your power by acknowledging how far you've come. And I don't know about you, but I keep finding myself, like if we're talking about the podcast, I keep finding myself going back to the very beginning and what it was like recording the first episode (laughs) and looking how far I've come. And I mean, you and I connected so early on on your podcasting journey too. So it's amazing to do that check-in and do it with every aspect of your life. And you can see too how you viewed that moment in real time versus how you view it today. So maybe at the time you were super hard on yourself and super self-critical, but today maybe you can look at it with a different lens and see the growth and see the change and really a admire who you are and like really admire how far you've come. Absolutely. And and you have to do that for yourself because not everyone's doing it for you and yeah. they don't know your story and they don't know every single thing that you've done or every way that you've shown up. Only you can do that. It's not fair to let someone else write your story without you you know, at least giving a little meat and potatoes with it too. Yeah. I mean, I I love that. I mean, you really are the one writing your story. You are really the one with the pen and the pad of paper. And yes, circumstances happen and things happen that might be, you know, outside of your control, but you can control, right? Like how you respond to it, how you allow it Mm -hmm. to impact you and how you allow it to either be the thing that propels you forward or keeps you in place. How have you been able to allow yourself to keep moving forward, to keep propelling yourself forward, despite, you know, what happens that might be a circumstance you didn't expect or didn't have control over? I think loosening my grip on control is always something Mm -hmm. that I'm working on. Um, But I've always been one to just really persevere and I always have different motivations for doing certain things. So in being an entrepreneur, it would be so easy for me to go work for someone else and go back into, Hey, I'm going to have a steady paycheck and these are my hours. And when I come home from work, I don't have to work anymore, but I was not happy in that lifestyle that just wasn't for me. That's not to say that's for everyone. It just wasn't for me. So Mm -hmm. Um, when being an entrepreneur gets really tough, it's like, okay, so what do you want to do? You want to go back to that life or do you want to forge through this, move through it and come out on top? And, and sometimes, yeah, we do fail, but I just see that not really as a failure, as but more of a learning opportunity. So what can I take from that and apply it to the next part? And I just, I, you know, at the end of my podcast, I say, Every level of life is an opportunity to grow because it's true. Mm -hmm. You know, you can can get stuck in the pit or you can take that lesson and apply it and better yourself. Amen to that. What has (laughs) surprised you the most about your journey with owning your story and really owning the narrative and really choosing the narrative of your story? What has surprised you the most? Oh, I think how much power I actually had in it. So I think I gave away so much of my power throughout my journey. And when I was giving away my power, I had also lost pieces of my identity and my voice. You know, shame was a huge factor from others and, of course, self-inflicting shame. But I still find it's an ongoing process of surrendering 
forgiving, releasing, but all of those things that just help you kind of lean into what's uncomfortable. So you can't lean in into what's uncomfortable unless you've surrendered or Mm -hmm. released or forgiven yourself. So, um, just owning my power again is, has been almost surprised me the most. Like I, I just didn't realize how much I had lost until I started gaining it back. Did you find as you started gaining that power back that there was more joy in your life or in your experiences or that you were attracting more joy or living more joy? Yeah, absolutely. So I know I've already like touched on just how liberating it was and how much freedom there was. And to me, you know, I think that freedom is one of the purest forms of joy and there's freedom in choosing your authenticity over approval for others. So I definitely found joy in that, but you know, I've also found joy in sharing this lesson and holding space for others to share their own stories. And I found joy stepping into my story because it's opened up opportunities like this being here Mm -hmm. with you today. So I love what you shared about authenticity and really sharing that and stepping into that. And I found this too, the more that you step into your own authentic truth and your own story and really really um, be brave. Because I think part of owning yourself and your story is that that element of bravery. It does take Mm. courage to be honest and to be authentic. And so the more that you do it for yourself, you then hold space for others to do the same. And you've totally done that with your podcast and, and continue to do that. So as a friend from afar, it's really wonderful to see. Oh, thank you, Sydney. I I love doing this and I know you do too. And, you know, sometimes it can be hard in the moment to, to kind of lean in and step into it. But when you know what you want and you're true to yourself, and we always know, we sometimes may make, try and quiet that little voice of intuition, but we always know we just have to, to tap into it. Hmm. We always know. I I agree with that. Thank you for being here. Thank you for doing this with me, for really sharing so vulnerably and authentically your journey with owning your truth and owning your story. And I think this message of, hey, stuff will happen in your life that you may not have predicted or had control over, but you can choose your narrative. You can choose how you write the stuff into your story. So thank you so, so much for, for sharing all this. Where can everyone find you, connect, and uh, and learn more? Oh my goodness. Well, thank you so much for having me and just supporting this opportunity. But you know, I'm always hanging out on social media, Instagram and Facebook, both at Lauren Smith Biz, B-I-Z. Um, that's also my website, laurensmithbiz.com. I have lots of freebies over there, um, as well as some other things like my affirmation Oracle deck and some books. And, you know, I'm always podcasting with the master your mind business and life podcast. Perfect. Everything will go on the show notes. It'll be super easy for everyone to find you. And thank you so much again. My goodness. So much love. Thank you. 